All right, we are plugged in and ready to rock and roll. Wednesday, 28th of February, 2023. It's the Kras Files podcast with Adam, author and researcher Dawn Lester, jumping on the podcast with me tonight to to uh, discover and talk about some of her latest uh, writings, work, and some exciting workshops coming up. Uh, Dawn's going to break down for our listeners out there, really important to do so. I'd say, as always, um, for any new listeners that um, do uh, receive the podcast, get over to crassfiles.com. That's my main website, C-R-A-Z-Z-Files.com. Type in Dawn Lester to the search bar. Uh, you'll see all the podcasts we've done um, all through the years. We've been here for ages doing all sorts of podcasts the last one that we did was breaking down the big virus lie at how we can reverse this trend dawn and change it so i'll give you the floor now talk about um we are free and um how we can remember to be free and it's important as you say in your articles to act free because we're not acting free (laughs) we're just not going to see it um, it is really true, Dawn. If you get up angry and cranky and you go out, you're going to have a miserable day. <laughs> you know, it really does happen to people and you're like, it's you doing it. And But people get bitter and angry about it and they can't see. Um, talk about where this came from, Dawn. Talk about your articles on this as as I've got it up in front of me. I will read through this this, and uh, and then as we sort of lead to the end of the show, we'll talk about the uh, fascinating workshops um, that you've got coming up uh, for people to join and how they will do that. So how are you, Dawn? And um, and um, bring in uh, the podcast tonight with the um, with this new material that you're working on. I think it's um, it's the right time, to be honest. I think it's the right time to do something like this. So um, how did this all come about dawn uh yeah hi adam thank you for inviting me on this uh yeah it's it is uh, an important topic it's not exactly new as such it's a sort of new direction of the work it does come out of the uh work that um, david and i did together on developing the nature of reality that we actually um, put into a book that pu- we published in 2010. So I mean, that's uh, 14 years ago. So you know, this isn't a, a new topic. Only it, it is because everything's new. Not new. Everything's grow. You know, we're kind of growing, developing, uh, expanding our understanding. So I've uh, taken this in a direction. I mean, this. You know, this is sort of my new direction, and, and David's doing his taking things in his own new direction as well because you know we it's just you know developing our, our own our own body of work the for me the the whole fear side of things is is just so important because the people who are running things well i call them the would be controllers because uh, again again I'll, I'll sort of come into that but our language the words we use are extremely important to be uh, aware of, mindful of, because they are they are powerful. Because our words demonstrate our thoughts, and we can we are speaking things into existence. As I say, I'll, I'll come to that in a tick. It's the 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 whole point of these would be controllers is to 
you know, as I call them, you know, that they're aiming to control us. And one of the ways to control us is uh, understanding human psychology. And they've been studying human psychology for ages. And I mean, I'm sure most of your audience are aware of Edward Bernays, who was Sigmund Freud's nephew. He wrote a book in, in 1928. I mean, this is nearly a century ago called Propaganda where they're talking about the conscious manipulation of um, the public mind. I mean, it, it developed into what's called PR, which is how they use manipulation to sell things to people. So, you know, to get people to buy stuff. So it's all part of the marketing, um, the marketing side of corporations. So you think, oh, well, they're just selling us stuff and they're trying to persuade us to buy their particular goods. Well, yes. And, and so much more because they are also learning and we know they they've you know they didn't stop in 1928 they're continuing to learn how we how we think and it was the cigarettes then, wasn't it know, dawn edward Bernays um got popularized yes, yes, the yes, tobacco yes. with the young women i think 50s time but it wasn't yes, really it about the cigarette it was about getting them to as a social status that they would smoke and others would see them as, you know, yes. like they were wealthier or something. It was a really incredible sociological experiment there with the cigarettes. Um, yes. And then now I we've mean, got they're... the flip of the coin where they've got all this ghastly stuff that you're going to get cancer and everything. It's an amazing experiment on society. Yes, and they uh, they understand human psychology. They understand that we don't like generally people don't like to stand out from the crowd people don't like to be the odd one out they like to be part of a social group which is how they have um, managed to get away with what they've got away with since 2020 because that they are making us feel well making they try to make people feel responsible for other people and so you know because i believe that people are at heart um decent i mean the majority of people are are decent that's why they fell for the propaganda and the narrative that them their breathing could actually kill somebody i mean which is absurd obscene and um well all sorts of other <laughs> despicable it, it's how they manipulated people to act in a certain way without actually telling them they had to. Now, I mean, I know they used various words, oh, well, it's law, it's mandate, it's this, that and the other. And yet there was nothing that was actually uh, a true law and nothing uh, that people were actually made to do. They were put in a position where they believed they had no choice. And again, this is all part of human psychology and how they are given the impression they have no choice when in fact they do have a choice. And this is um where i've i've been mm. looking at all sorts of ways of saying well it, it's it's to address the fear and to get people away from living in fear and how can we do that because by being in fear then you're giving away your agency to someone else because you're deferring to somebody else instead of being in control of your own life and from the perspective of understanding this reality as you say, our own thoughts, beliefs and ideas are the basis of our experiences. So if you live in, if your system is, is based in fear, then you, you are going to experience 
a reality that is fearful. So, uh, and, and this is another kind of trick that, that they've played on us because they've made us think that if we look after ourselves, we're being selfish because we have to look after everybody else uh, instead of ourselves. And in fact, if you look at that proposition, it's it's ridiculous because if you don't look after yourself, then how can you possibly look after somebody else? You have to be in a good state yourself to be able to then look after other people in whatever way. So it's it's not selfish to look after yourself. That is, in fact, um, again, a piece of propaganda that they put out. And it's not about being selfish. It's, it's about understanding who we are and how our experiences are created, which is through our own thoughts. So if you aren't prepared to look after yourself, then the chances are you you are not allowed to feel um, self-confidence and self-worth. And if you don't have good self-worth, then you're going to be acting from that place. So it's and again, this is this is not saying anybody's doing anything wrong or making mistakes. It's just a question of understanding, understanding ourselves better. And the more we understand ourselves, the stronger our uh, self worth becomes, our self-confidence and we break through limiting beliefs and we realize what we can do. And then we become uh, stronger in our feeling of, of empowerment. I mean, it, all of this is is empowering, not in a power over other people, but powerful, recognizing our own power, our own strength, inner strength. And then your experiences change because we each experience our own reality, if you like, in different ways. So again, like you say, if you wake up in and you just feel all over the place, then your experiences are going to be uh, connected to to how you feel. Whereas, you know, you could have exactly the same experiences from a different state, a different inner state, and you will feel completely different. And I mean, I know that might sound a bit weird, but it but it really is. And so um, I, I've really been looking at ways to help people understand uh, who they are and to recognize that they can. And uh, I say something to tell. I don't I don't tell people what to do because, um, you know, I, well, nobody tells people what to do in, in a truly free world. You, you know, we share information and people make the decision as to what they choose to do with it for themselves. So I share information and then people can take take that for uh, however it um, however they like to uh, take it on for their own lives and whatever insights it, it in, inspires in them to be able to recognize where they may have different limiting beliefs and again because they'll be different so it's not for me to say oh you know you've got this I don't know what other people's limiting beliefs are uh, I I know what mine have been and I know how I've managed to work my way through them and this is a journey this is not a Oh, once you've done this, it's a tick the box and off you go. It, it, life is is an ongoing journey, and we have various ups and downs. And there are uh, some 
times challenges that we present ourselves with. And again, you know, that might sound um, a bit strange to some people that we're presenting ourselves with opportunities. But from our um, the perspective out of who we truly are, we are presenting ourselves with uh, opportunities to learn and grow and develop a greater understanding of who we are and how to express ourselves in this reality. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, you know, you have to ascend and, you know, we've got to leave here. This this is a lower form of existence. And I, I, I just don't accept that at all because that doesn't fit with recognising that we are each um, unique aspects of the divine. We are all, you know, divine sparks, if you like. And the divine is just not so stupid to... Uh, well, not even stupid. I mean, it, it would be ridiculous to think that, that, you know, the ultimate creator created a reality that we have to escape from because it's bad. And and it's the opposite. It's actually to understand who we are and what we can actually do here. And maybe that's part of why this setup seems to be so scary, because it means or it, it allows us to learn who we are and to step up and yes it does take courage and it's not always easy but that's the whole point that they've made us feel you know insignificant and scared and think well what can we do and uh, whatever it is that you do every small step is a step towards making a change so the uh, I mean there are lots of quotes and some of them attributed are attributed to various people and sometimes you find that uh, the person they're attributed to didn't actually say the quote. And then so I, I think ignore who may or may not have said these words. However, I think that uh, one of the fascinating quotes is the one, as I say, it is attributed to Mahatma Gandhi, although apparently he didn't say these actual words. And that is be the change you wish to see in the world. And simple though that is, it is incredibly profound. Um, the the this kind of uh, phrase has has been a has been seen to be a, a a paraphrase of a slightly longer uh comment that or i believe it was in in the writing something that gandhi wrote uh so this is a kind of you know a, a simple interpretation in in one just really powerful phrase so how can we be the change we wish to see in the world and the first step is to understand that the world isn't quite as we're told it is it isn't this place out there and there are ways of changing our experiences i mean there is a there is a world that we experience but our experiences aren't fixed in the way that we're told so i mean there you know we we don't control how the sun appears in the morning and disappears in the evening. It's not a question that we change that. It's changing our experiences within this this world. So to be the change you wish to see in the world, it requires us to see what or, or to contemplate what we're seeing in the world. So if there's a lot of conflict going on, then it may suggest that there's something in the way of conflict, that there is some, some kind of conflict or a belief about conflict uh, within you, that as you resolve those beliefs around a 
conflict, then you're less likely to experience conflict. And the first stages of understanding how that changes is to, as you change it within yourself, you will be less likely to experience conflict directly. And then, you know, as as, uh, when you throw a stone in a pond, you know, it ripples out. So you change it for yourself or you recognize the limitation that brings out the idea that there is conflict or there needs to be conflict and then as as you strengthen that um, change as you lose that uh, idea of conflict as you dissolve whatever it is that's behind that understanding of, of conflict you will experience less conflict directly and then more and more so indirectly as those ripples go out into the world. So people who think, well, what can I do because it all looks so big? Well, if you start with yourself and make the changes for yourself, you'll be amazed at how your experiences change. And if everyone just started to do that, uh, it's just incredible how much power that would have out in the world so um i hopefully that gives a kind of an overview of why it's important because as as you say adam the the whole system is designed to throw throw us into fear keep us in fear and and literally i've just seen something on the bbc website this morning and it relates to a report that, that just came out two days ago I understand or the reports this month anyway the uh, that's talking about rising youth mental health so or mental health problems of course and what they're talking about is um, how there's a an increase in certain mental health uh, labels I mean they're not conditions they're just labels that people are given uh, between the in the 18 to 24 age range and they are looking at the statistics and you know I mean they just throw out all these numbers and of course we've got no way of checking it we just you know this is these are the statistics and interestingly the report actually says the causes are beyond the scope of this report and yet um, they're talking about uh, instigating policies and one of the policies involves what they call um, early interventions. So they're talking about interventions and they haven't bothered looking at the cause. Or the, the causes are beyond the scope of the report. And well, we know that unless you address the cause uh, of a problem, then that problem won't dis- won't be resolved. You you can't. It's, it's just like the whole um, health nonsense. You know, they the medical system addresses symptoms they give you whatever pharmaceuticals to address symptoms to manage symptoms and uh you know if the symptoms go away they think the problem goes away well of course it doesn't because the underlying causes haven't been addressed i i think you know it's more and more people are becoming more aware of that particular situation so and again you know reporting problems without actually truly offering solutions true solutions you know, they're just talking about, um, 
you know nhs you know um nhs services and it, it's i mean part of it i think is because they are trying to make uh, people believe that the nhs is under pressure and so we need to go out there and you know save our nhs nonsense which you know it's uh i know the people who i don't mean i know them uh people i know that people in the nhs almost always or any medical system almost always go in for the right reason it's just that the system is based on um the completely wrong model of health in fact they don't look at health they just look at managing so-called disease so they're not truly a health system and that's the problem and of course more and more of us are, are learning about that and saying actually no, no we'll thank you very much we'll take responsibility for our own health and that's why again you know looking at the mental health side of things again you know they're uh loads and loads of reports of increased numbers of uh, older people with dementia so you know once people get over a certain age there's a possibility that just because you might forget something or oh, could be early signs of dementia and go no i just forgot <laughs> you know it's it, it's it's also to get people to buy into these labels and again this is all which is where i was going with the language thing of uh the labels that are out there so for older people sort of dementia you know just because you forgot something it's not about dementia it's just you know but people then start buying into the idea that oh oh maybe i've got dementia oh let's have a look at the symptoms oh yes oh i do that some oh what about that and then they start buying into a a label and they attach that label to themselves and then they go oh maybe i've got dementia um so then they're owning this label and then because of the power of thought and belief and these words are used these ideas uh, are then taken on as being part of your identity and once you start pulling that in as your identity you're then acting from that place of i've um i'm not saying these words for me i'm just saying uh, then there is a in quote marks somebody who then has this quote marks i have dementia i that's that's as i say that's not me saying that because i don't and the so that's the power of words which is attached to the power of our thoughts and so by recognizing that our thoughts and our beliefs affect our experiences we then have to be aware of our language and this is not about being um you know kind of um getting paranoid about the words or or being obsessive about oh 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 i've just said this word it just just to be aware and and to if you find yourself saying something you think oh that's interesting why did i say that and to to be just just aware and think oh okay m- maybe i'll change my language on that so, so for example if the with these health labels or not health health problem labels so something like uh, you know dementia uh, is to say oh there's something called dementia and not to actually attach that label or not even to start looking at the the symptoms you know not to actually start looking at it as if it's something that you need to concern yourself about so again it's the fear 
and the uh, there's solid ev evidence behind that behind what I'm saying about how your thoughts and certainly in terms of the health conditions because of the placebo effect, the nocebo effect, we know how powerful they are. I think more and more people are becoming aware that we can actually manifest certain symptoms of a condition just because we we've taken that on as oh i've got you know so they take it on as i say as an identity we did podcasts and, on that dawn didn't we <clears throat> we yes, talked about it we, a lot how the that. pharmaceutical industry yes. label conditions yes. um yes. and then yeah so if you're feeling a way a certain way <laughs> they have a name for it and they have a drug exactly. for it a vaccine for it but i think it, yep. as you say there yeah we talked about that how how powerful that is when someone's not feeling yes. right or they feel like there's yes. something wrong with their health and they go in and they're told it's this condition, it's that condition and all these exactly. complex names um, and the doctor and tells them that, then that creates the belief um, in the system. Like like polio, people like, you know, people were obviously poisoned with pesticides. I mean, that's clear now. Um and they got sick because they were exposed to pesticides. And then, you know, it enables the medical industry to come in and say, that's polio. That covers for the big polluters. And also, they get to sell vaccines. Oh, we're going to cure polio. So, yeah, it's, a, it, it's an incredible thing looking back for every kind of condition we have. They label it and they have a drug for it. And it creates belief in that condition because we're able to name it. It's yes. a real trick, isn't it, um, that you bring up there um, that holds that power over people when you're looking at, the, you know, the big pharmaceutical corporations being able to do that, um, name things. It's really, we were talking recently on a podcast with Shannon Rowan about how they've never actually, they've never actually isolated vitamins from foods or anything. Yeah, We're talking absolutely. about the pill industry and how toxic ascorbic acid and all of this is. It's hard for people to get their minds around, but you're actually taking poisons. And, but they've, by labeling, you know, we've extracted this vitamin and that nutrient and that thing and giving it names from food. Um, then they're able to make these pills and things and say, hey, take this. We, we, we did a whole podcast on that, and I found it very interesting as well, how they do that, you know. Mm. Um, and, and, and as you said there, it, it brings up a very, very important point um, because once something is labelled by a doctor, when you go in and they say, Mr. Smith, you have this condition or that condition, or they get yep. the textbook, the medical textbooks out, and, you know, they tell you, you have cancer, you have this, what happens to that person's psyche, Dawn? I mean, they just crumble because they believe so much, I'm going to die, me, I'm, I'm going to die. And then they push you on all this chemotherapy and this stuff with that, which, actually kill, which is actually the thing that kills you. But did you actually have anything to begin with? You know? Yes. It, 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 I'm yes, just I mean, questioning the whole bloody thing now. You know, you go in and get your skin checked. It happened to my father, you know, and my parents. I mean, people that I know, they go in and they say, oh, we've got to cut this mold out or we've got it checked as cancer. Is it? 
oh, now we're going to put you under surgery. Now we're going to get this chemo going. It's like, did you even have anything wrong with you in the first place? Women with breast cancer, all this stuff they're telling us based on their bogus tests. You know, I mean, how accurate are they anyway? You know, yes. Um, uh, th- oh, we got to do a that- sample, and it's like, but yeah, as you you bring up there, Dawn, I think it's a very, very, very important tool and a very important part of all of this that you bring up there. That creates belief once they tell you that you have this condition and it's got a name on it, because that makes it more serious, right? Um, yes, it's an amazing thing to me. Just looking yes. at it now, it's yeah, I've changed my whole my whole mindset has been completely rearranged lately i'm just like thinking what is all this why are they chopping and cutting up all these people and telling them they have all this stuff and 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 how does that belief affect what's happening to these people end up getting killed by the medical system itself Uh, another victim of it yes but then dawn people say, oh, no, no, no. Well, what if you don't get tested? Yeah, it could be something serious, Larry. You could have something really serious. And it's like, well. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Yes, because, you know. You've got oh, you to don't go care about yourself. You know, you don't care. You know, but it's like, it's not that I don't care. I'm just sort of thinking, well, is all this true? Yeah. It, it's Yes, it is. It is the. Um, the whole system is set up not uh, to not allow us to trust ourselves. And this is why it is time for this shift back to understanding who we are, what we are and what we can do. Uh, and uh, it's not something uh, I don't think we've, we've I don't think I've actually discussed this with you. Uh, I am actually. um hmm, See again, very very difficult to choose the right words because I I know the experience has has actually helped me. Uh, but back in the mid nineteen nineties, I actually had a diagnosis of cancer, breast cancer. I went because of where I was at the time. I went through the treatment, and I'm still here. So I have been through that. Uh, and I, however, I will say. And that's why I... You did the I chemo? I, I did the lot. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I know. Right, right, right. No, right. I know. I know. It's, I've, only, I've only recently started sort of talking publicly about that. And part of it is because so many people know so many people who didn't survive it. And so it's just like, ah, oh, but I did. And I'm, no, I'm not... I'm no longer going to allow myself to feel guilty for that because I knew at the time I it was a question of my mindset and I have no idea where that knowing came from it was purely intuitive but I because because of you know where I was at the time I I just knew somehow I it was to do with how my my mind and again when I'm saying mind I don't mean brain I mean as in that there was something I would just call it mind I knew it was something to do with the way I was I knew I had to the make place that in you were life. in at that time yes where I was it was I knew I had to make changes and in 2001 I made a very major change which was that I got out of the marriage I was in so so it was um, like a um possibly like a stressful thing 
that that was part of it at the same time also i knew leading up to that uh, lead, well i think it yes it was it was after the it was after the diagnosis and again i don't regard myself as a survivor of cancer i'm a survivor of the medical system because the cancer was was a um a, a gift in a way the whole the whole experience was a gift sort of like a wake up call Oh yes, yes. Because after that, and I, I started to make some changes, but I was there was something that still I need. I knew I needed to change, because I had this. I want to do something useful with my life. Now that's not to say that people who are, uh, you know, bringing up children because I had a child at the time, you know, bringing up you know living that kind of life, whatever. I'm I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's not a, you know, I'm I'm not. You know, I'm not being critical at all. I just knew for me, obviously, there was something else for me to be doing. There was something there was something inside me that was saying there's something else for you to do in this life here. So I I took the courage and I I ended the marriage. And uh, it it also cost me um, a, um, a relationship with my son. And that's been another uh, situation I've I've had to learn my way through, and uh, it's a question of well, do I let it um, crush me or do I keep going? And it's when you have the courage to keep going, to keep digging. And yes, I've been through the as I call them dark nights of the soul, many of those in the past twenty years, and I'm uh, really now. Now, that's that's why I feel called to talk about all of this, to create these workshops, to be able or courses, whatever it is that I'm doing now, the body of work I'm doing now to help people. I say help people. It's not because, um, yeah, again, it, it to help people understand themselves and what we can do. Mm. And I, I think a lot of people kind of no and yet there's still a kind of not quite sure type how we do it what we do it do you do you, do and, you think dawn like it, just before you go on there and rewinding mm-hmm. a little bit at that point mm-hmm. uh where this happened to you mm-hmm. this where you were sort of told you had cancer and stuff this is a, an, an amazing thing because in a lot of ways you become um like you become food for the system, don't you? And in, in in that way, like um, you're so vulnerable. Mm. And this is where the medical system eats people up, you know. Um, mm-hmm. When you end up in this sort of situation where you could have a stressful thing going on in your life, and then they tell you they diagnose you with something, some condition, and mm. this creates fear in your life and pain and all these things, you know, because you think. I've got cancer. What, what am I going to do? And, and and it creates doubt and all this stuff. In this situation of people's lives where they find themselves in, you know, and it happens. We go in and out. Life is really like a roller coaster, ups and downs. Yes. Yes. And you found yourself yes. at that that low point where this stuff's happened, and that medical system, like the vampiric thing that it is, has preyed on you, and it's tried to gobble you up, but you've found a way to. <laughs> outmaneuver or outsmart it and find a way out of this system um, that, that could have eaten you whole 
and ended your yeah. life, really. Um, yeah. And and in this way, you bring up an important sort of or an in, an, an interesting point: how many of us throughout our, throughout our lives may very well fall prey or victim um, to the medical system in these mom- moments of vulnerability, um, where we're where we don't feel our best or or something's going on and um it it um takes over control of our lives it takes a strong soul to maneuver their way out of that you know and and in this way i bring it up because it shows the medical system as a real predator it's yes. preying on people who are not in a good headspace at that time where there's personal things going on and they're trying to diagnose them with this or that and bring them down and make money off them, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so to I, find a way out of that is is an important thing that that it kind of must have been like a lightning bolt hitting you at the time that there's something else greater than this, you know? There's something yes. more to move on to. This can't be it. Um, but, it, mm. yeah, I just wanted to bring that in to show the system as a real predator as well yeah. uh, when people are yeah. down and out. Yeah, I, I have to say, uh, and again, it, it did help me that I never had any feedback from any of the medical staff that there was a doom and gloom type thing. So I, uh, and also my, I, I didn't fall into the kind, which is bizarre, I didn't fall into the sort of depths of despair with all of that. Somehow I, I felt it like I kind of put myself in neutral and that's not to say I I didn't have feelings and um I don't mean that at all what I mean is that I didn't I didn't drop into despair and as I was sort of going through various phases and then I that's when I met up with um David Parker after I'd come out of my marriage and then found the you know found the course the nature of reality course that he was running at the time and that really just spoke to me so at such and such at such a deep level that soon after that I I just um I think yeah it's very difficult to remember because I, I kind of not putting too much energy into remembering the details because I've just moved on from it it's just I'm regain i'm i'm finding the the value in kind of really going back through that and i can't remember at some point but i i i just realized there was no point in returning to you know checkups and any of that nonsense because all you're doing is feeding the fear that there's something there and i mean i remember so uh, at around that time some soon i don't know 2002 something somebody said oh but what if it comes back and i knew and i said at the time i remember distinctly and how i felt 100 percent confident i said there's nothing to come back i knew then that that was not something i and and i'm not being arrogant i i assure you i'm i'm just not i'm i'm explaining my thought processes and how my mindset at the time was what helped me through it that I didn't drop into the despair that I kept um just kept going I I I don't know what the words are I'm I'm just and as I say this is not oh you know look at me look what I've done what I'm I'm just 
I'm explaining this as a demonstration of what I'm talking about now, which is the power of your thoughts, the power of your mind, the power of uh, taking taking your taking your power back, recognizing your own power. It's not taking it back because that suggests I'm just taking it away from you. You've always had the power. You have the power. It's recognizing it. It's remembering it, which is, you know, um, and some people say, you know, embodying it, integrating it. It's, it's actually recognizing who we are and putting it into practice and expressing ourselves from that place of strength, from that place of inner knowing of who we are. And we express that in the work in the this world in this reality that and and when you've got that strengthening and it's as I say it's not a you know it's not a, a oh you know got that ticket off you know that that done it's not it's an ongoing process of continuing strengthening and continuing and again you know this kind of awake thing it's awakening and understanding and developing more and more uh more and more understanding of who we are and expanding consciousness it's it's an ever growing it's a it's an ever growing um an ever going you know ongoing journey and so as we're learning and expanding and we we feel that inner strength and then that is how we become the change that we then see reflected out uh in in our experiences in our world isn't that interesting as well that um, with your pr- previous marriage um, that you bring up there and and then meeting David, it's it's like you've met that that male figure and made that connection. It's amazing the people that we meet <clears throat> yeah. that are drawn when we change yeah. our mindsets. You know what I mean? We we change the way w- that we think, and you think oh, I'm losing friends or. I'm losing a marriage or I'm losing whatever, you know, sometimes people go through that because it just becomes so much of a struggle, like a, an emotional vampire sort of thing. And then, but these people are drawn into our lives that it's kind of like keys and opens doorways and things. And and this has yeah. um, opened up a massive yes, adventure for you, <laughs> for sure. Yes, I, I just want to make the point, though, that, I mean, David and I wrote books together. We're not... No, you but know, it, a, it, he, what I no, mean I is some, the yeah, it's like people, that. It's a a male figure that came in, yeah, yes. that that you met at the after, and and then you've been able to do all this this work. It's it's quite incredible. Yes, you know, to sort of to to come into contact with him after all this happened to you. <laughs> yes, yeah, and then have this sort of strike where you'd be able to been able to do this amazing work yeah as you said it's not a relationship thing it's just like a you've just bonded and you've put out all this incredible work together like you've it's an amazing it's sort of like yeah it just makes you think you know about lifetimes and our lives here and and everything that we go through it's really incredible the types of people that we meet sometimes um that we spark with and um all the work that you guys have done, it's its really uh, 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 quite astonishing, you know, um, yeah. you've connected and so well to put out all that amazing work and write that momentous book, you know. Um, it's its a nice sort of story in a way, you know. And it's, yes, the, the journey continues. It's still, a, um, it's still an interesting journey and, and that's, in a way, why I'm, moving to you know creating my own work you know just 
moving in a, a slightly different direction and uh, which is fine you know it's uh, it's just being able to express myself and obviously you know the experience I've just had is you know my personal experience so I can I can build on that and I am building on that and you know it's not like oh well you know I've got there and everything's you know wonderful I mean my I just well if somebody had said even well if somebody had said to me where are we 24 somebody said to me in uh, 2000 where I'd be now I would have laughed at them. Uh, however, if somebody even said to me five years ago what I'd be doing now, I, I just said no. And so, however, I'm I'm here. I'm doing what I'm doing, and I'm I'm driven to to do this to be of service and to use my experiences as a basis of, of helping people understand what are the message i'm i'm sharing which is about our own power so i it's my way of uh doing my part to help in everything that's going on to to create the change by being the change and doing as much as i can to be the way uh i would like to see things uh, so again that's with being uh, I mean when when I was a teenager I, I was I'd call myself a pacifist I realize now that pacifism is not about just sitting there and not taking part it it true courage requires action so to be a pacifist and not to do anything is is not helping anything at all um, but going out and protesting and you know telling people oh, you know don't don't fight and arguing with people is not actually being the change because it's a feeding conflict it's feeding it's feeding that idea that you know we have to we have to argue or we have to have different opinions or whatever so it's and again that's where the these would be controllers are are using as many different aspects of our uh, lives as they can to create divisive narratives so you know you're either left or right or you're this or you're that or you're whatever it is and just so we're all fighting amongst ourselves and even that the even within the so-called say truth freedom movement I mean it's it's not really a movement I mean there are different differing ideas and 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 there's a lot of infighting and I've been seeing that and thinking that that's not helpful for people who are just starting to see the problems because they're seeing all this infighting they think well that's no good that's a mess that's chaos how is that helpful so I've just been looking at ways to try and help people see our similarities see what we can do it's it's finding ways to create solutions going forward and we can't create solutions if everyone's arguing about these minor details. So we have to find ways of cooperating, collaborating. It's not about, you know, communitarianism. I, I don't believe that at all. I, I do believe that collaboration is possible and recognising that nobody, absolutely nobody knows everything. 
even if they tell you they do, they don't. And to be as open as possible to listening to somebody else's point of view, you might learn something. And if you have a different way of seeing something, to to find a different way of having that conversation where you don't just say, well, I've heard this, so you must be wrong. You go, well, not necessarily. So, well, I've the way I see it is this, and, and to see if there are any commonalities, to see if there are any overlaps, to see if there's any way of developing a conversation from slightly different perspectives. And again, it doesn't mean you have to change your mind. You can maintain your perspective and still, and the other person can too, and you can just still have a conversation just and and both be open to learning from that process rather than st- you know, feeling you have to stand your ground and I'm right, you're wrong or, you know, whatever that nonsense is. That just feeds conflict and that will keep conflict going. Anyway, that's that's that, those are my thoughts. And I, I'm not suggesting I have the answers. I'm I'm just starting to look at how we can have conversations so that we can develop an understanding of creating creating the way forward, create, I say change, creating the change, yes, and being, coming coming from a place, coming from a place of um, peace and love and yet recognising that it requires strength and it requires action. So that they're my, they're my thoughts on where I am and, and the, the kind of work I'm developing from that basis. Mm. Yeah, it is an important, um, Dawn, very important um just feel like many people, many of us at at least certain aspects of our lives, we have not been in the driver's seats at all, um, you know, and uh, this has been going on. We're seeing, seeing a tremendous, I mean, an absolute overdose of entertainment um, that I've never seen in my life here in Australia, you know, after what happened here with the lockdowns and everything, it shocked the world, you know. Um, after all the shock and now we're seeing this unbelievable entertainment here and concerts and things that have just completely taken over the country. Um, they are pushing this on absolute steroids, um, sporting events and art and musicians and all of this, you know, this whole illusion um, is being pushed uh, onto the people so much um, after what happens so it's it's like a i look at it as kind of like a you know it's a breaking down of the mind you know um you know it's that whole thing of almost um putting compounding amounts of torture and abuse onto someone and then letting them out for some fresh air and a bit of entertainment then again you hit them and then this and then that you know it's like that's how you break down people it's what's going on here you know and um, this massive amount of of propaganda and entertainment that we're seeing after what was was done to people in this country and what we witnessed here it's it's an astonishing part of all this as a researcher myself just to look at it like a fly on the wall i went through you know the abuse and what what they did here and the lockdowns and the police abuse and the fear-mongering and the scare campaign and the military and you know and the forcing the the vaccine things and the virus stuff and all this stuff i watched it all 
have been here witnessing it all and documenting it and discussing it and breaking it down. And then to see it kind of people be led out and then allowed to go back to their lives and their work. And then now to see this massive amounts of compounding entertainment, which is just absolutely ridiculous. It's just too much. It's coming through and people are re-entering um, the gates of this kind of propaganda, you know, um, they're going back under this spell again, um, which it, it concerns me, but I'm, I'm just kind of bringing it up and watching it because I know a lot of our listeners and a lot of people out there, they're, they're feeling like this is a time for change and self-discovery and talking and discussions like this and really coming up with some solutions here as to what we're doing, where we are and how we're going to move forward and what we're doing wrong. And I think that um, it's a perfectly okay thing to ask yourself that question. It's not a bad thing, you know. Um, we all make mistakes. We've all done the wrong things. And we have to sort of look at that and uh, work that out and work out a way that we can move forward in a in a better way, you know. Um, but with this spider's web and capturing the mindsets of of these millions of people with this sports and entertainment and this over-the-top propaganda, it's really, it's really it, it's spooky, um, Dawn. It's like, it, I find it absolutely utterly creepy, to be honest, like how much they're pushing the these events and recapturing the minds of the people, you know, it's like, oh, they'll forget, you know, um, doesn't matter what we did them to them before and we locked them down for these years and stuff, it doesn't matter because all they need is some entertainment and propaganda and some sporting events and spectacular sort of bread and circuses, it really goes back to the Roman days, as Rome was crumbling, you know, they entertain the masses with the big bloody sporting events to take their attention off this rotting corruption and things going on. And this is how we see, you know, modern governments. It's rotten corruption and it's falling to pieces. And uh, as this happens and their control, you know, it slips away. And as humanity, we... we um, we move into this great change and shift that's happening. Um, the system becomes more and more desperate to maintain control and order, and so it 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 out it puts out this outlandish um, entertainment and bloody sports and 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 violent stuff and propaganda to get everybody back in. But I got a feeling that a lot of people just aren't buying it anymore, and there's a need. Um, with people all over the world for a big change here. Um, and I think a lot of people, they can feel that this is happening. They just can't put their finger on it. You know, they know that um, there's something, there's like a change coming. I think you can, anybody can feel it. I mean, I, I feel it so strongly. And um, it's an amazing time to um, be part of, this and history and everything. It's really amazing to be here and to be discussing this. Um, this, before we plug out tonight, Dawn, and talk about your 
um, workshops, your workshops coming up, this recapturing of the of the mind, um, this desperate, outlandish kind of attempt to grab us and pull us back into this matrix sort of illusion system using sex and sports and entertainment and gloss and explosions and everything. Um, what, what do you see here in, do you see this as I do as a desperate, um, last attempt, um, of this so-called ruling elites to, um, pull us back down into the quicksand as we try to move forward, because I'm feeling a great change, um, and as I said, I think your work has come at an important time, and I think a lot of people are gonna uh, are gonna grab this type of work and, and what what we're talking about here and what you're doing because I think they feel the need for it. I think mm. a lot of people can't explain it, um, or they just may they may f- they may feel that there's just something wrong and and that they mm. they're not in the right position in their life. Um, you know, you just get that kind of feeling, and they want more. Uh, because we're just not getting it from this system that a lot of put people put so much belief in. You know, they they put their, as you said at the start of the podcast, people are very trusting, and ultimately, at the end of the day, they're good people. And you know, they were told to lock down, and that there was a virus, and it was affecting our children and communities, and that we have to stay inside. We're going to stop it. The government's here to protect you. And once we get on top of this, you know, and then we, we go back out and we do this together together as a community. But it's like the climate change scam, you know. It's just manipulating, deeply manipulating people's um, goodness that they do care for the environment and they do care for each other and they do have, um, you know, um, these very strong feelings the system is manipulating that um, in order to bring in control and tyrannical measures, as we know, to control us. So they're using our goodwill against us. So they know that they tell our communities and our countries or whatever that there's some virus out there. And we're, we're, of course, we don't want to get sick and we don't want our kids to get sick and we don't want our families to get sick. So we'll do whatever you want us to do. We don't want to be poisoning the planet. We don't want to be responsible for the ultimate demise of the planet. So what do you want us to do at the end of the day? We will do it. But I think at the end of the day, Dawn, this has to, there has to come a point where people realize that they're being conned, they're being scammed, and they're being used. But I, I think ultimately, as the discussion we've had tonight, Dawn, they're using us to... You, the system is using us against ourselves. And I've always said this in, in many podcasts. If you look at the whole COVID thing in Australia, for example, and I use Australia, for example, because it was it was very extreme, they never forced anyone to do anything. Um, they never physically forced you by holding you down and jabbing your arm with a needle. I mean, it was tremendous amounts of fear and propaganda. But at the end of the day, they got us, as you said, in such a way to kind of do it to ourselves to accept it. Yes. Um, so we took that on and we kind of contracted and we said yes and we we did it. And that's that's how I see the system now. It's like ultimately end of the day, 
um, if we say no, we're going to go our own way, and I'm not doing that like we did, then it can't. The system can't actually lay a finger on you. Um, but people were so cornered, and so they they, they were so manipulated, and um, they were pushed into this corner and with so much fear that they believed that it was really real. You know, I'm going to lose my job. I can't put food on the table for my family. I've got to get this injection. Uh, what, what, what do I do? And they, they just put so much pressure here. You just couldn't believe it, you know, to the point where it was like, holy crap. I thought that they were going to come and bang down our door. <laughs> it got so extreme. And I told people, it's just a bluff. I know it seems really real and it seems horrible to lose your job and everything, but just like what's happening now in Australia, they're admitting, they're admitting now, this is the first country to do so, that all of this, what they did to the workers and the frontline workers and police officers and stuff to mandate those vaccines actually wasn't law. This is now happening in Australia. It's all coming out and we knew it was, was going to come out. And I told people early on and friends and, and people and family you know, um, it's a bluff, call the bluff and just hold the line and you will see that it's it's not real. You know, they're using fear against you and they're getting you to do it to yourself. You're the one who's going to go down to this clinic or wherever it is and pull up your sleeve and you're going to get that prick in the arm um, because ultimately at the end of the day, um, you know, fear has overrun your natural instincts, gut feeling and intuition and senses. And now you're under some kind of mind control and you're going down and doing that. But stop and think about where you are and just stop and look at the situation, take a deep breath and look at what's going on here. But they just couldn't because they were under, they were so fear driven because of losing their job and income and everything. You know, they got mortgages, they got car repayments, they got kids, they got food to put on the table. They got all these things and then oh, I'm going to lose my job. And it just shocked people, Dawn. It really shocked them. And so they had that control around everyone's necks of this fear-driven mind control, but at the end of the day, to ourselves, because we just didn't understand the situation and we didn't study it, and we weren't there um, yet. I think it's coming, but at that point, you know, we just weren't there yet as a human species to take back that power in our own hands and say, you know what, go get stuffed. <laughs> no. What are you going to do? What if... You know, half of this country said, no, we're not taking your jabs. We're not locking down. We're going to go back out and do whatever I says. What What if half the businesses said, no, we're open? What are you going to do? They wouldn't have been able to do anything, Dawn. But unfortunately, people were so overrun and drowned by that fear. They, um, uh, they got dominated, you know, like a game. You know, like a, a a game with two sides and one side just dominates and scores all the goals and you get crushed, you know. That's what we, we saw. And, and now we're on the other side of the coin after all this happened and we saw all of this. Uh, we're seeing massive amounts of entertainment on um, uh, uh, being cast onto the population to... Um, to suck them back into this system that they previously were in and kind of almost 
cast that spell over the masses of people where they kind of forgot what happened in 2020, 2021 and 2022 winter. Um, now they're kind of, that doesn't matter anymore because I'm entertained again and, and, and everything's flooding through to me again. I, I, all's good. I don't care about that. I've got my life back. It's kind of an incredible situation, but you really have to own up to that dawn. Um, you have to man up to that and understand what I've just said um, and say, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. And um, I'm not going to play into this anymore. Um, it's time to reevaluate everything and find a new way forward here. And I'm seeing fragments and bits and pieces of this as the information floods through. And I'm seeing that shift um, take charge uh, um, now. And it's good to see. It's good to see. What's your thoughts on on this before we wrap it up tonight and, and talk about your workshops? What's your thoughts about that? Locking down I, and fear-mongering and then give them massive amounts of entertainment again and everything's all good. Isn't it an incredible sort of thing to to break down the human mind? I, I find it absolutely unbelievable watching this because I've seen the terror and the horror of what they did during COVID. And now it's like nobody cares about that. They're all going to the big sporting games and concerts and to see Taylor Swift. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. What, and, and all the technology that they've got now and, and the invasive technology on top of everybody and it's like, oh, I've got my freedom back, I don't care. It, it goes back to Edward Bernay, doesn't it, um, Dawn, and how they're constantly experimenting on us and keeping us under control. I, I guess it's a whole nother podcast, that sort of thing, But um, and you'd be seeing it as well. Uh, I, I don't know what your final thoughts are on that um, that one Dawn, yeah, I mean, the, I, after the pandemic. <laughs> yes, I, I, I think. Well, I mean, I, I tend to agree with you that it is definitely part of some kind of psychological operation. I think there may be a few different aspects. One is to give people the idea that everything's back to normal, and to maybe forget what happened. So it's like, oh, everything's okay then, and and so that they. Um, people are then uh, supposedly happy and then not looking for the perpetrators of the loss of quality of life that uh, a lot of people have experienced. I also think there might be a slightly more nefarious angle to this because they will have, you know, the, these are large events, lots of people getting, getting together. And we know there are uh, witterings in the background of this nonsense so-called disease x so they can say oh look all those these events and this is what's happened and it's that's why we've got this spread of nonsense whatever it you know nonsense disease x so you know there i i think there that there's always a, a few different angles it's not necessarily a a single thing the other thing is that i can't i don't think like them so i i can't um do anything other than give you a, a few ideas of the kind of thing that might be going on who knows what ideas they've got because like i say i just you know i'm not a psychopath so i don't know how they think I, <laughs> yes, um, <right. laughs> I, uh, it's just you know we can see packet you know we're 
better at pattern sorry pattern recognition and so we can see the kinds of things that uh, these would-be controllers are doing i think possibly they are um you know in in the throes of it all kind of collapsing it could be seeing how many people are going to fall back into their system and as you say just you know if they throw out something else to find out how many people will follow it next time and i um i have huge faith in uh men and women out there in the world and as you say i agree with you totally that, uh, that there is a shift there is a change there are changes many many people who went along first time wouldn't for all sorts of reasons sometimes because they've seen the harm that's been caused to people around them which is which is the saddest part of all of this that so many people have been hurt in various different ways by all of this and I think that a lot of people will just say no 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 not going to do this also that they'll because it was such a big thing it, it did you know they, they took a chance because they knew they had to kind of throw something out because they're trying to work towards their 2030 agenda and it's not happening and so they they had to do something fairly big because they wanted something that would affect everybody around the world so it had to be big and at the same time by making it so big they also have exposed a lot of people to the nefarious agendas and it's also made more people aware i'm I know a lot of people say, you know, using the term, you're sort of awake. It's, I mean, in, in many ways, it has woken many people up. And at the same time, it, it often requires um, something large to get people to shift their attention because, you know, life was OK. You know, the, the kind of complacency sets in. And also, if you look at the stories of any hero's journey, it, it usually requires some kind of event to to precipitate you know a shift and so in even though it was their big event to start taking control it was also a big event that got um, many of us to take the next step in our hero's journey if you like to I mean I know that might sound grandiose it's not it's it really is um, you know if you look at your own your own life I, I think many of us can recognize there have been aspects of you know the hero's journey you know the we have moments where we have to make choices and sometimes those choices are really difficult and it's it often takes a great deal of courage to to make um i don't say the right choice um the choice that uh, re- requires us to grow, I think, rather than taking the easy way out. And and many people take, you know, the easy path, and that's okay for a while, and until something else occurs, and then they'll be given a choice again. So, you know, a lot of people take the path of least resistance, and there comes a point when you when maybe life gives you uh, a slightly different nudge to to take some other make some other choices and take a different path possibly that that often requires courage and i think this is where where we are a lot more people are deciding to take the path that requires courage 
and yet they're not you know and and it's for them to realize that they're not on their own you know we are there are lots of us and the more there are of us that we that connect and collaborate then it's stronger and it gets stronger and stronger as it grows and that's that's the strength that will help to shift things that's my view anyway good view don uh absolutely and uh, I, I, a very interesting um podcast let's talk about be the change to create the change um this is uh a workshop coming up um saturday march 2nd 2024 it is um, yes. and it's we're we're just kind of working around this tonight um you haven't done it yet but we're just bringing up aspects of this and having a discussion about it but um this is a, a yeah it's a it is it's um for like looking at your work and what we've been discussing uh, uh, since we've been doing our podcasts um you know it's a it's a it's a shift even though it's been part of your work and 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 uh, uh you, you know um, with david and you've written about this <clears throat> it's still it's a big shift um moving forward um what tell us about this um tell us about this workshop what is this and uh, how do people get involved obviously you've sent me the um the details here that i can uh, link into the podcast description tell us about yes. the workshop and how people get involved um it's obviously going to be ongoing um i'm assuming that you're going to be moving forward with this and uh, as i said i feel like it's uh, it's kind of those times now where um we need to be seeing this and doing it and 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 uh, participating in this these kinds of events so what is this dawn um and let us know about the um details and um how people can register for this and um what it's going to be and 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 everything um Okay. And as I said, I'll put up all the details as well as as best I can um, for people to click on. How do they get involved? Yes, thank you. the The workshop is called "Creating Change by the Power of Your Thoughts." It's and and again, it's it's showing that it's actually more than just the power of your thoughts. It's still uh, um, it, it's it's to show people, you know, the the power of their you know their own thoughts, our thoughts. It's a 90-minute workshop. It's running, uh, I'm hosting it on Saturday, as you say, 2nd of March, 2024. I appreciate that the timing is is not exactly conducive for people in Australia and New Zealand. And I am contemplating how to do, how to address that. However, the it's a 90-minute pre- presentation, uh, which will contain a lot of, detail of the kind of things I've, I've been talking about today and it's for it, it's a zoom it'll be a zoom call people can join live uh, people need to register first to be able to get the zoom link however for people again who can't make it either because um, if they're in Australia or in New Zealand they'll be asleep or if they can't make it for any other reason if you register you can, uh, you'll still, um, as long as you register, 
I will then after the event, you'll get a, a link to the replay. I will be posting the replay, not publicly. I'll be posting the replay on a an unlisted, probably on my Odyssey channel as an unlisted. So you'll get the link to be able to watch that because I am planning, as long as there's sufficient interest, I'm planning to have a, I hesitate to call it Q&A, it's sort of Q&A because I'm, I'm not providing answers, but to open um, open up a discussion so that people can then we can then have discussions around the kind of topics that people want to discuss more or want to um, raise issues about or raise say raise questions or just just to develop a conversation so there won't be a presentation and that will be I'm planning for that to be the following week on the 9th of March just to say if there's sufficient interest that um, Q&A kind of discussion will be only available for people who've watched the workshop because obviously I won't be answering questions about <laughs> anything and everything it will be on on the kind of things I've talked about in in the workshop so it's for people to then as I say share share their thoughts and ideas again I'm I'm looking for information and feedback and and to hear where people are so I can carry on developing these workshops to uh, address those concerns to look at things to to just be be able to well as I say develop different like you say ongoing workshops to develop them so it's for again people who are looking to keep moving forward and to understand what they can actually do about it because we are we're kind of still made to feel a bit helpless and you know we have lots of these ideas of you know well um, you know power of positive thinking well yes but positive thinking alone isn't sufficient it requires um, deeper deeper work than just positive thinking where you're saying I'm 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 fine I'm happy I'm happy whereas you know in in deep in the core you in your core in your inner being that there's you know you're not happy and you're still trying to talk yourself out of it and so I know I've said about you know the the power of language and how we can kind of how that reflects our beliefs it's just that when you know well I mean there's something called cognitive dissonance which I'm sure a lot of people are are aware of more and more aware of that if you say something and that doesn't reflect how you actually feel or if you hear something it doesn't reflect how you feel that's going to set up an emotion inside of you. So that's how you can uh, start to uh, um, recognise where you have some beliefs that don't quite match what you think. So it's it's to it's it's for people to start being aware that they they can be they are and and how that works with being who. You know, being who we want to be in the world and looking after ourselves and understanding again, there's a phrase, you know, life happens for you, not to you. And a lot of people object to that because they just say, oh, you know, that's blaming the victim. Well, um, first of all, <laughs> you've got to believe that there's such a thing as a victim in the first place. So, again, this goes back to all our language and our ideas and, and all these belief systems and the indoctrination throughout the early part of our lives through the education system. So, it's it's really helping us all to, to break free of these shackles and this indoctrination that, that we've been uh, that's been put on us for 
you know some of that you know some of us for for many decades and it's learning how we we can come through this and come through it together you know we are uh we are unique individuals and at the same time we are not alone we don't have to do this alone we don't have to go through this alone so um as i say so that's saturday 2nd of march the timing is 9 a.m u.s pacific which is 12 noon us eastern time which is 5 p.m uk time and as i said so that doesn't really work for people in australia but that, that doesn't mean that if you it doesn't mean you you can't uh, access the replay so if you register and as you say you you've got the link uh, there's a there's a sign up it's through my kajabi system so there's a um uh there's a link where if you register and you sign up you'll you'll get the the zoom link and have it if you can't attend then you will receive the link to the replay where you can watch it and then if you choose to to sign up and, and be part of the q a or discussion again i appreciate that's difficult for people in australia I'm, i'll i'll see if i can um work out something so that that's possible for for people in in your part of the world so that that's you know um i'll have to leave that one open for the time being so hopefully that's that's enough information if you share the link for people to register in in the show notes i'd appreciate that thank you adam yeah does it seem to you that the world is a place of increasing chaos conflict and strife dawn going back to what i originally said when we started the podcast is this a projection of what we are indeed being fed? Uh, it's a question of whether you take on those ideas, whether you are prepared to... And what to, you put back out, huh? And what you put back out, yes. Yeah, so, it's I mean, going if, in, isn't it, though? Yes, if you're surrounded... if Yes, again, like I said, if you're surrounded by media that's trying to make you fearful, if you choose to become fearful, that's one thing. Or if you just say, actually, no, thank you, I'll carry on with my own life and just put it to one side and, and or just, you know ignore it in in the same way as you know like you were saying before about the rules that came out about you know with the whole covid thing of what we were supposed to do and not supposed to do some people carried on with their lives a lot of us carried on with our lives we didn't comply we said no thank you very much is this because it's, it's a conscious decision dawn like if we were to allow this material to go into our subconscious mindset and then just not care about it it's still in there isn't it but I feel like because we're making that, um, we're making that conscious decision that no, as you said, I'm going to put it aside and I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. I'm making, or I'm in charge. This really is the key, isn't it? Um, yes. I feel. I feel like that's what got us all through, and our listeners and you and me got us through this whole COVID thing. Is we made that. I, I always say that awareness is the key. Yes. Because we were consciously aware and we were able to break all this down, then we made the decisions internally in our minds, in our hearts, what we wanted to do. And we did that. Um, but just letting it in there and, and not think, and, you know, like if you, some people say, you know, I can't believe it. People just watch the, the nightly news and they just sit there like a zombie. And then you get up and go on with your life, you know. 
But it's like you're sitting there puzzled. You're like, okay, how can you? This is driving me mad. I just like I can see what they're doing. You know, because you, 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 it's going into your subconscious mindset. It's going into your mind frame, but you're you're processing it, and you're like, this isn't right. But many people will sort of just watch it, and then then they'll just get up and go on with their lives, and I'll think, oh no, it's just the news. You know, it it doesn't matter, but are you consciously aware of what was just put into your mind frame via the TV set? You know, mm. are you willing to answer those questions and kind of look at what was just shoved into your head? You know, what they just told you. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. That doesn't affect me. You know, but I think this is the thing, Dawn. I think it's it's being aware, self-aware, you know, like being able to criticize yourself in a way sort of like you can watch it and say well okay let, let, what did they just tell me that i'm gonna break all this down and no 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 no, i'm gonna go this way i'm gonna go that way i think that's it that that, that conscious awareness really is the key to to moving forward here i think that when we're just stubbornly sitting down in front of things and letting them letting the system spoon feed our minds uh, with this stuff but we're not willing to ask the questions and break it down is when it just sits in there uh, and I don't think that that is being really truly consciously aware. I think that you you have to to uh, be willing to ask yourself those deeper questions as to what I just witnessed and what they're trying to tell me, you know. And then if you can critically break that down and make up your own decisions and say, as you said, okay, I'm going to put this aside. No, thank you very much. I'm going to go this way. Um, that kind of, for me, I feel like that unloads that burden <laughs> and helps you to sort of maneuver forward or navigate forward. Um, if, if that makes sense, Dawn. Yes. Yes. I, um, it is, it's all very interesting and I, I, I find this extremely interesting from a, a, a mm. perspective of looking at human psychology and in my first workshop which was at the uh, the end of january uh restoring sanity in a crazy world i've i've got that up on my odyssey channel i discussed the um yeah the ash experiments the conformity experiments and without going into detail just just very briefly the overall findings were that something like 25 percent of the people who took part or, or t it, about 25 percent of did not conform and i think even they say well only 25 percent and i think well actually yes yeah, so that 25 percent uh shows us that not everybody is under the same spell and this is not this is not a better than it's not a superiority it's nothing to do with that i think it's been really important for a number of us to have what to to be in a space or whatever it is whatever in our lives however we see things to have seen it for what it was and to be able to say no and to be if you like the leaders for helping people see what's going on so we we can then help them and uh, you know share information with people so they can learn to you know better understand what's going on and 
you know just be the leaders you know in in the same way as you know if you're breaking through i mean it's not saying it's a good idea but you know it's just an analogy of breaking through you know completely new you know virgin forest you need somebody at the front with a machete to cut the stuff down so that people can you know uh, walk along the path so as i say it's just an analogy i'm not suggesting people should be cutting down the forest I'm, i'm just saying that's the the way of seeing it that some people are at the front kind of doing doing that work and we're all different each one of us is as i say unique and each one of us is as important as everyone else it's not about oh you know more important it's not that at all we each have our own role to play within this i'd say again playing sounds like it's you know demeaning it it's not i mean and at the same time we are supposed to be you know enjoying the experience here it shouldn't all be you know hard work and heavy duty and you know tough because then you know you well well, that's just tough yeah tough going all the time it's that's not what life is about it's to learn that and that that was the you know that substack that second one is, is to know that we are free if we're trying to fight for our freedom that means we don't believe we are free and that somebody else holds the keys to our freedom that we have to get that back and it's to say well actually we are free and to then start seeing what we're doing in our lives so again this is the be the change it's to recognize what parts of our lives are not based on that understanding of being free and to start looking at how we can put that into effect and you know everyone's talking about you know the way the system is and it's it's recognizing what parts of the system are useful in the same way as you know without technology we couldn't be having this conversation and to recognize you know there's it's it's what we do and what we choose to do if we're doing it from a place of fear and lack and scarcity then we're misunderstanding uh, the abundant nature of this wonderful world we live in you know this reality is not uh, one of scarcity and of lack and of victimhood and this is all part of our journey to learn that and learn that we are free and how to express ourselves freely within this within this experience absolutely dawn well said it is time for change and um Mm -hmm. yeah very interesting eh? very interesting exciting huh um yes this direction and the the workshops as you said um Technology offers it. It offers us this this way to do this, and for you to do these workshops. Without it, we couldn't. You know, it's such a strange thing to look at. On the one hand, it's being used for terrible things, but on the other hand, we're able to do all of this. It's um, I guess it's the yin and yang that the seesaw of things <laughs> i have a feeling that everything always balances out <laughs> you know um that sometimes it feels like it's gonna overweigh us but then we're able to balance everything back out so 
um, there is that great way to use technology as we're doing now to to do good. It can be a great thing. Um, so that is fantastic um, work and great chatting tonight. I'll put up all the details um, for folks. Um, I, I, I would assume this is going to do fantastic. So uh, really great work there, Dawn, doing all of this. Um, as you said, it's a it's a good option too. Just if, if people were to miss, um, they're able to get that. Um, they're able to um, get the um, the presentation anyway. Uh, come yeah. through um, for them, so um, it, it works out. It's a, it, as you said, it's a it, it possibly for New Zealand and Australia. It's a little bit late, but um, because you're busy there, and we came on tonight, um, and it's happening um, Saturday, March the second. It's not too bad. I'll put this up, and um, that's nine a.m. U.S. Pacific time. Um, but we'll, we'll put this up and, and hopefully it, it, it goes wonderfully well. But, um, I think, uh, we are pretty much covered what we wanted to tonight anyway, Dawn. So we'll, we'll plug it out, um, for tonight. And, um, it's going to be interesting. What we'll do is, um, on the next podcast, we might sort of recover this and how it went. Um, and and talk about sort of um, um, how this um, how this event went and uh, your thoughts on that. We'll sort of break that down as well, uh, because as I said before, I think this this is sort of just the beginning of it. I think there's going to be a lot more of these um, sort of things happening, and 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 with your work moving forward. Um, as well so it's um, a real change to see in 2024 um, being only February I mean this is a, a huge change if I look at sort of talking to you last year and where we where we were at and I sort of look at this it's it's a big shift um, with your work and everything even though you've been doing it for so long it's like a big step forward I think because we were kind of breaking down the whole virus thing and and um, and you and I have been discussing it, and we've been doing it for so long and putting that work out there to everybody. But I was kind of thinking to myself a while ago, like, where do we go now? You know what I mean? Like, a lot yeah. of people are on board with us now, and I was sort of thinking to myself, what's the way forward? You know, like, naturally, where do we tread forward? Where do we go now that many of us understand this? And, like, what's our next move? And I think this is it. I think it's just natural. It feels right. And, um, you know, by the time we get into next year, 2025, it'll be even better, you know? I think it'll be more steps forward. As we realign and reestablish connection with the um, our true selves, that's what it's all really about. Um, all yes. the answers are waiting there for us. Um, they've always been there. Um, we're just on this journey, kind of recircling, <laughs> coming back round, as we say, Dawn. You know, we're yes. on this big journey, and we're coming back round to the start and um, to where we began. Uh, we've just been taken off course, that's all, folks, and um, it happens to the best of us. 
And I think that um, this is just making that reconnection. So really exciting times anyway, Dawn, and and, and um, great to at least um, cover this tonight and also um, just have a general chat about all of this work and everything and um, bring my thoughts in and your thoughts in and everything and to do the podcast. So fantastic um, talking with you. Is there um, any final um, words uh, you would like to uh, put out there before we plug out tonight? No, I, I think we've pretty much covered it. I, I hope it sounds interesting to people. I, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, like I say, I'm not telling people what to do. I'm just sharing the information that is also based on my life experiences. So I know, I know that it works. You know, the power of our own minds and taking control from of of ourselves for ourselves of our own lives and putting it into practice and it's you know it's a, it is an exciting journey it is it is you know as you say the way forward it, it is so uh if people can join us that will be exciting i i will be um creating other workshops throughout the year and and i'm looking to possibly put this together in a, a more in-depth course where people can be you know where it's more interactive with smaller groups of course and and so i'll just i'm, I'm working on various different ideas to to keep moving this forward in create as you say creating solutions what what we do about it how we then can create the lives that we want that's right, so, Yeah, thank you for the opportunity, yeah. All good. We will catch up um, in the next month to see how all this went. Is it just the one – is it the one event for now, Dawn, that you're doing, um, this it, one it, event? It is the one. Are you going to see yes, how this goes? Uh, well, I, I, as I say, there, there was uh, one workshop that I ran on the 27th of January, uh, which yeah. is available on my Odyssey. This is So this will be the second workshop. I don't have any others actually planned, you know, book uh, dates, whatever planned at the moment. I, you know, I will see what comes out of this one and the different questions that people ask and use that as a springboard for developing the the next one, which will be, you know, later in the year. As I say, no dates at the moment. All right, Dawn, we'll plug out for tonight, uh, Wednesday night here in uh, Sydney, Australia, and Wednesday for you. Uh, 28th of February um, in the UK, of course. Uh, you're nearing lunchtime, I would assume, and getting later here in Sydney. So uh, great to be on deck with you tonight, Dawn. And I hope our listeners enjoy this when it goes out there. And comment away. Let us know what you think. I'll put Dawn's details up as always. I always tell folks, um, because this does, the podcast do obviously go out in the RSS feed all over and to iTunes and everywhere. I don't know where they go. <laughs> really, so I have no idea. But they definitely go out there and to um, click on the, the links, go back to the crasfiles.com and have a look at those links because you'll find um, all the information related to Dawn and David's work and the books and everything. So please do that. And the contact information, if you have any questions or anything, shoot me an email and I can ask Dawn. That's fine. Um, anything that you m may want out there, um, but good to be here, Dawn, um, in 20, 
24 heading into March and we're still having our conversations. We've we've sailed through the storm of fear and um, we're still here. Isn't that amazing? We're still here talking, uh, you and I, and nothing has happened to us. We are still here on the ground talking. <laughs> it's, uh, we are still here, folks. Uh, there's nothing to worry about. It is really incredible times, Don. Um, unbelievable. I'm still trying to kind of break it down myself what happened. You know, this is sort of like a life thing for me. I'm, uh, I, I, I'm still digesting and going over in my mind what actually just happened. You know, um, in the last few years, it's been, a, it, it's, it's just been incredible. And so every day I, I just break it down. I talk about it and cover it. And, um, I think that's an important thing to do rather than just accept it and, and then dive back into entertainment and propaganda and pretend that it didn't happen? No, I don't think so. Um, we we have to uh, face this and, um, and 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 break it down. As we've been talking about on the podcast tonight, it's really important to do it. It just fascinates me. I just can't believe it. I've been doing some podcasts recently just thinking... We've been talking about this, like how unbelievable is <laughs> what we've just witnessed is unbelievable. I, I, I talked to people recently, they're like, how's what happened in the last couple of years? It has been an unbelievable few years. It it, it really has. And um, it is important that we get to the bottom of this and we find a better way to move forward out of it. I think I'm going to take it as a as an important lesson. Um. As we move forward here, I'm trying to put those blocks into place um, and learn from my life experience. I feel like that's why I'm here. And there's so much to learn and talk about. And I just hope that um, we can continue here in real alternative media. It's important that we are not censored and we have a voice. And um, I think it's really important that people continue to discover and rediscover and talk about and chat about and have conversations about all of this and not be scared um that they're willing to open themselves up to other people and to have these kinds of conversations um and put themselves out there a little bit on a limb you know what i mean um there's nothing to be scared of so it's going to be interesting um moving forward into this year Dawn, I think it's an incredible time to be alive in um, 2024, and I look forward to doing many great podcasts with you uh, for this year, and I know you will be back, hopefully you will be back in March, let's see if we can work that out and uh, and have a discussion about how these workshops went and what we learned from them and what you saw and witnessed and what people told you and what you're feeling and then we incrementally move forward and, and, and put those pieces together. So a great podcast tonight and always good to be on deck with you. And we, we will return very soon. So um, take care for today, Dawn, and uh, we'll be back again very soon for, to continue our great conversations, of course. Thank you, Adam. Yes, definitely be back. <laughs>